0: what's up friends welcome back to the dark waters i'm your host josh uh, i just want to thank everyone for tuning in to episode 139 i greatly appreciate it uh when you get a chance check out some of our supporters uh Excel lures uh make some badass plastics i just got a shipment in today uh the colors look great uh, they got a bunch of new colors right now so uh, go check out excellent lures capital d capital w 15 get yourself a discount on some plastics uh rogue fishing company they're getting ready to drop some new products make sure you uh stay tuned uh keep uh Keep a, keep a lookout because they got some really good shit coming out. But uh, go check them out. Uh, use discount code Dark Waters, lowercase, get yourself a discount. Uh, Bending Branches, they make the best paddles in the business. Um, go check them out. Uh, outdoorsman Coffee, uh, made by our very own David Cruz. Um, and then uh, Slay Nation. Uh, if you're new and efficient, you're looking for a place to start uh, tournaments, uh, Slay Nation is the place to be um we're in all pretty much all states one way or another whether we got a kayak series or a small boat series but uh we're out there supporting the everyday angler um up here in upstate new york i got 10 tournaments going on throughout this coming season uh, the northeast is heavy on slay nation so uh just make sure you check them out guys um great company great guy frankie provolone's a brother um but yeah just check them out tell them i sent you um that's it uh we'll jump right into this today. my next guest is uh anthony winkleman uh he's a brand new face going into the 10 the kbf 10 um uh, i didn't you know this, this is weird this 10's uh there's so many new faces i think there's only like two repeats this year i think uh russ Snyder and Derek brunner are the only ones from last season that have made it into the house so uh it's it's going to be a, it's, it's unique. There's a lot of new faces. Uh, we also got Matthew Connick going back in. He's the rookie of the year, national champion of the year. Um, I'm I'm really curious to see how this all plays out. I'm really looking forward to getting to know some of these new people, though. And I say new like they haven't been in the sport very long. But as far as like you know, fishing like these elite level type tournaments like the TOC or the uh, or the ten. Um, it's cool to see these new faces, like, you know, and I want to get them, I want to put their name out there, because obviously they should get credit for uh, the things they've done, I mean, it wasn't easy making it to the 10, so, hopefully I did some justice, uh, great dude, um, great angler, I'm not sure where, I forgot where he's out of uh whatever it doesn't matter. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy the episode. Uh make sure you guys stay tuned. I'm not sure exactly what KBF is going to be doing for the 10 as far as promoting like they did last year with uh Scott Butcher. I hadn't really heard anything. So, maybe I'm the only one out there doing the uh, interviews with these people. I don't know yet, but uh keep a look out, give these guys the credit they deserve, give them some like, give them some follow, message them, tell them good job or whatever. I don't give a shit. Just uh just pay attention and support the community and 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 give credit to those who were kicking ass. So, anyway, that's all I got to say, guys. Enjoy the episode. Have a great week. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Ciao. All right, what's up, Anthony? Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Dude, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I have no idea who you are. I just saw your name on the uh the 10 list, which is yo, know, it's uh it's it's strange because uh you know, last year when you looked at that list, it's like you kind of recognized everyone. Yeah. Um, just because they're big you know, big names been you know been pretty it's been out there for a while. And then I look at the uh the names for this one, I'm like, I only, I only recognize like two people. Uh, so I think it's cool. We got like some like fresh blood, you know, some fresh names, some people that we got to make sure, uh, you know, get their notice because you guys obviously all deserve it. So that's kind of what I've been trying to do. been trying to reach out to a lot of those guys, but a lot of those guys are like you. It's like their first time on here or, or doing this. They don't really don't know how to, I don't even know if some of them even know how to respond to a message on Instagram or, or whatever. So, oh yeah, no,
1: no. I mean, shoot. Anybody can message me anything, anytime. Um, no, I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely an honor to get here. Um. You know what, that nationals, uh, I talked to Joe. I've been in tenational probably the last three years since I've started kayak fishing. I I, I uh, just happened to see a tournament. It was a Hobie. Uh, it wasn't even BOS yet, I don't think. They just did their Kentucky Lake Hobie event, and I saw it coming up in like a month, and I was like, you know what? I want to try some kayak fishing. I've never done it before, and I bought like a sit-in sun dolphin, and, and um i i went out and fished that event in a sit in sun dolphin for two days and that was miserable it was super hot and uh but even though it was miserable i still enjoyed it and still loved it and i just didn't stop from that point and never got to fish a lot of the live events and that's kind of why i think i've kind of been in that you know no one's knows me yet or anything because i i've wanted to fish a lot of the you know in-person events i've done a lot of challenges and i always did well in those um, but I never had got to fish till this past season, um, actually venture out and make it and make it a, like a, you know, try to make a statement and get my way in. And I, I really tried to do that this year and
0: I kind of succeeded so far, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, how do you feel about the, uh, the national championship? Like a lot of people going in there, like no one really knew like who, like it was, it, it was such a, a tight like race. Cause a lot of people. Who thought they were going to make it in the house? Didn't make it in the house. I mean, it was a. Yeah. Uh, it came down to literally like one event. Like it wasn't a, a dominant season. I think in KBF for really anyone. No, um, not that really. I can remember. Yeah,
1: no. I mean, you know, other than Matthew, you know, he went and just dominated everybody there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, excluding him. Yeah, uh, but you know, uh, you know, I started off the season. You know, at beginning of season, like I said, I ended in the Temptation last year. You know, the the first time I went. It was just kind of one of those learning as a learning factor for sure. But um, after that, you know, last year I was like, Joe, what does it take to make it to the 10? And because at the I mean, this was right after the awards ceremony. And then he was like, you have to, you know, fish so many events and do top place top 10, go to a super trail or whatever, you know, those points add up for and place top 10. And then like going, he goes go to the trail championship and place top ten, and I was like, okay, I think that's doable, and <laughs> like I, I, and that's what I did. But you know, kicking off the year, so I kind of got lucky. Well, not so much lucky, but you know, I was like, I want to fish all the KBF events I can, trail wise, you know, to get my points for it, and then I'm going to fish the Pro Tour and pro tour kicked off you know not as many people showed up but it was an event way down florida again it's hard for people to travel that far right um and you know but i made the travel and did well caught two personal best both days you know that it was an amazing time down there at clearmont chain amazing fishery but anyways uh you know that counted as a super trail and i i could have went down to the pickwick wheeler event for the super trail um but i kind of was in a financial bind with nationals coming up and everything. So I had to kind of play my card, just take a risk and take a gamble that, you know, certain ones that were, I knew were going there didn't do as well. And, you know, after, after the standing was over, I think I was in 11th in AOI, I think after that, um, that trail hit had ended. And I was like, Oh man, I'm sitting right outside. So I was like, I knew I had to do good at nationals and, you know i went down there just my goal every day was to catch five fish and i knew if you catch five fish every day and you could catch a you know size of 15 inches to 16 inches and bigger for your five fish each day that that should do the job for top 10 and that's my goal every time i go somewhere you know 12 inch fish for five fish is great you get five fish but if you can't find an area that's producing 15 plus inch fish you know it's it just doesn't, you know, you're not going to get in that top 10 or, you know, in that money or whatever you're trying to get to. So,
0: right. Yeah. All right. Well, before we go any further, cause we're already getting into the good stuff. Like you got to introduce <laughs> yourself, uh, like who you are, what you've done, you know, everything, you know, everything you want to say about yourself, not just fishing. We all know you fish. That's why you're on the uh, the yeah. podcast, but, uh, just, yeah, just introduce yourself real quick, bro. Uh,
1: I mean, you know, of course, my name is Anthony Winkleman and I'm from, uh, Marion, Illinois originally. I live in Paducah, Kentucky now. It's only like 30 minute drive depending on how fast you drive 30 to 40 minute drive um you know i've never boat fish out of a boat growing up i fished in ponds creeks you know i'd take my bicycle i made a um jerry-rigged wagon that had a tackle box and fishing poles on the back and i would as a teenager and kid i would ride my bicycle all around just looking for ponds and people's backyards, knock on their door ask if i could fish it didn't know how to fish i just always fished, you know uh a a rubber worm and didn't even know if i was using a worm hook at the time i don't even you know i was i didn't know nothing um you know and then went to the military for a little bit for just a year didn't you know didn't get to do anything great um you know so i i don't ever really talk a lot about that because there's guys that they've done a lot more and and I, i didn't really you know i may have signed up i may have went through basic and i went through some training in tech school but i didn't i don't deserve you know the honor of being told you know a veteran you know i don't i don't claim myself as a veteran or anything like okay. that but um anyways moving on from that you know i've done multiple other things and now i reside in paducah and i work ems here and uh getting ready to kind of go part-time with that and take a little bit more serious on the fishing side okay
0: we got, we got to stop just right there like what do you yeah. do in
1: ems um i'm an advanced emt
0: okay i'm a, I'm a paramedic so that's my i'm like you um well you're like one step yeah know. one
1: step below yeah
0: yeah I'm, i mean like it's, it's weird you're, you're an als provider there's just certain things you can't do that i can so i imagine yeah. eventually you're going to get your uh, your paramedic uh whatever if, yeah <laughs> I But
1: uh i'm not exactly sure where you're from but medics here i mean they make they make fair money you know you definitely do it for because you like doing it oh uh,
0: dude know. the money the money sucks uh the only, yeah. the only thing that keeps, the only thing that keeps me doing it is the uh the freedom that I get so far, because I do yeah. like, to do. I have a lot of hobbies. Um, and those are more important to me than work these days like, you know, I, I did have a pretty successful military career. I do get a check. Yeah. So it's just like, this is just, you know, the, the pay the bills. I, I'm not, I'm not working for, uh, for pleasure. Like that, that's what I have yeah. my hobbies for. So because, uh, you know, paramedics are such need or, you know, people like we're such need, but there's not a lot of us because the, the job sucks and the money sucks. Uh, you kind of get your way a lot. Like I, I, I you know, I, I'll go part time because my wife's a nurse, live off her uh, benefits. But like, you know, I, I can pick my hours, pretty much how I want to. So that's kind of why I like the job because if I don't want to work weekends, I ain't got to work weekends because I'm, I'm a, I'm a, what you call part time working full time. Yeah, they, they always, they always need us, and so there's always opening on the schedule. So I, I found my little niche. Why, if you ask how why I'm able to fish so much, it's because. I just found the perfect job that kind of allows me to do that kind of yep. stuff.
1: So EMS EMS is a perfect job for that. If you want to just make some money and you know, you'll have a steady income. It's not the greatest income, but if you want the freedom, it's yeah. definitely the, it's definitely a good little job to do that's for sure
0: but you got to have you
1: it also takes the right mindset too oh uh, yeah it's
0: there's there's days i don't want to go in that's for sure i mean yeah. i'm sure that's with every job but like i mean I, I just, i'll sit out in my truck and just be like i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to do this anymore
1: <laughs> I, well you know we i was like that about i would say almost six months ago um i don't know are you guys 24s or 12 hours
0: oh uh, we do 12 hours uh, i'm in a busy i'm in a pretty busy system so it's uh, uh it's like almost i think it's against the state for us to do 24s uh, yeah. because of how busy we are. It's, you know, we yeah. don't, but like, very seldomly do we get to sleep and rest yeah. for hours, you know? So,
1: yeah, that's, I mean, you know, our town, um, I think last year we ran 15,000 calls, over 15,000. And, but we run on average just anywhere from three trucks to four to five trucks a day. Okay. And so we stay just as busy and we just went to 12 hours. I've been 24. I've been there for going on five years and been 24 hour shifts, 24 on 48 off for the last, you know, four years. And up to the last, like I said, five, six months, we just now switched to twelves and it's, it's been really nice. It's been yeah. a good, a lot of weight lifted off the shoulders. It's like seven or five or 700 hours less a year that you work. So it's a lot better. Yeah, that's crazy. So
0: all right. Well cool. Back to fishing. Um how did you get into it? How how did you find the kayak? (laughs) Facebook marketplace.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, uh yeah, no, like I said, um I I I started looking at events. I wanted to get into just fishing in general. You know, I've always done the bank fishing, didn't I didn't have family that had money for anything, you know, fancy or didn't have a John boat, nothing like that. So I didn't really know anything about boat motors. So I started going, well, oh, you know, I could get into a John boat or something like that. But if it breaks, I don't know what to do, you know. So um, then I just started looking around for tournaments because I, I just have always been competitive. I grew up competitive, you know, track and field, wrestling, cross country and so on from there. And then um, and so I, I found this event, you know, like I said, the Hobie event. And it was like 30 days away. So I was like, okay, well, I want to get this get a kayak and start fishing out of it. So I, I rigged up something, you know, with some PVC screwed into the back for a holding tackle box and got in this little 10-foot sun dolphin and was paddling around. And, you know, it it, it wasn't bad. It, it was quick. It was a quick little kayak. But uh, it You know, I caught a lot of fish tournament day, but the first day I didn't, I caught probably 15, but they were all like 11 and a half inches. I never submitted one fish the whole tournament because the second day I caught nice fish. I did a move. I caught some nice fish. Never put a fish on a measuring board. Lost every one of them. So, yeah, so that was, that was rough, but you know, everything from there on out, you know, I, I knew I needed, I liked it. I loved it. I felt, you know, it was an addiction. Like every, you know, fishing's an addiction, but kayak fishing really can turn into a big addiction, you yeah. know. And before you know it, you find yourself spending money. But at least it's not a glitter rocket where you're spending seventy thousand dollars. So
0: exactly, yeah, yeah. But, you, you can yeah. kind of hide. You can if you're if you're if you're strategic, you can kind of hide the uh, the financial damage from your better half. I mean, she'll find yeah. out eventually, but yeah. you can get away. You can get away with it for a little bit before you're. Uh, you're in the doghouse again or something like that. That's
1: for sure. Um, I've, You know, I started doing a little – we got like a little store to do some liquidation items and things like that. And to kind of offset financially so I can continue to pay bills, I've actually been going there and, you know, buying things and flipping it for some, you know, money on, on selling apps and whatnot. And that's kind of how I've been able to afford nice. some upgrades and stuff, you know, because you got to look for that stuff if you're, you know, if you're in a financial bind, you know. Don't don't think you have to settle for the, you know, the lesser end. There's nothing wrong with the lesser end of it, but
0: invest, you know, invest right. into the
1: good stuff, and you'll never have to worry about it again. Yeah, that was, that, that, that,
0: was, that was a hard lesson that I learned. Uh, like, just yeah. go ahead and and buy buy what you want. And I'm not, I'm not saying break yourself. Like, like you know, have the conversation with your wife before you go out there and start. Oh know, spending. Yeah. yeah. But still, like, yeah. uh, you know, I, before I I just bought like kind of cheaper item stuff and they got me through a season, but there's something always went wrong or it didn't have the action I wanted or, or whatever. There was a reason. Uh-huh. And so I ended up having to buy the better stuff eventually anyways. And so if I would have just, yeah. you know, if I would have just done a little bit better research and just done the right thing and just got what I wanted or what I thought I thought I needed mm-hmm. and not settle for anything less, you know, I I'd probably be in a better position now uh as far as having to replace things or, or whatever. Cause I mean, Grant, you're always going to spend money on shit because it's, like, you're like, man. maybe I need a rod that does this, or maybe I need a rod that does that, or you whatever, or maybe you find out you like to be like uh, you love the jig, so you what you want to make a, a jig specific rod. That's all right, but like when it came to like reels and some things, it's just like yeah. dude like the <laughs> thousands of dollars I spent to finally get the like just go ahead and buy the expensive one because it's gonna be better and you're gonna love it. So, you know, quit quit selling yourself short or whatever and uh invest in good stuff instead of uh, the half ass uh items that I've that I've been guilty of uh you know spending money on. Yeah. Uh no,
1: I mean for sure because reels is probably my only weakness right now. Still learning, you know this rod with this reel for this yeah. bait like that. That's kind of my weakness right now. Like nationals, holy cow, you know those guys probably were throwing you know because it, it was about a bladed jig, a bladed jig, grass lines. You know there were some guys probably throwing a worm up into some grass mats and working it off and catch them. but you know the bladed jig was the big player. Man, I. I burnt my wrist and forearms out because I mean I was just I was trying to burn it, but I, I don't I didn't have that high end ratio and, and I didn't yeah. have the funds to go out and get them. But um I, you know, I've kind of this off season got picked up a couple more, but uh reels is probably my only downside on my on my weakness of arsenals right now. Yeah. Um
0: well, that's all know, I've been working on this 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 uh this offseason is getting the it, I'm on the same boat. Like I'm trying to match the right reels with the right rod. And, yeah. and get the right things that I need because that's what I, that's what I felt on. I think like I mean rods, yeah. You want you like the action and everything means a lot to me, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But uh, whatever rods are rods, you know. I'll find you know, I, you know, I find out what I needed. But the reels are the ones that I was really slacking on. Like, like you don't know the difference like until you actually feel it. Like having a good reel compared to like not such mm-hmm. a good reel. Like it's a huge difference. Oh, um, yeah. It's a huge difference in the cast you obviously reeling it in, the smoothness, all that stuff. There's a big difference, you know, and, like, I understand, like, the the money difference now. uh, Yeah. like, you're going to pay more for a better reel, and that's just the way it is. Yeah.
1: I mean, I you know, it'd be nice to have a whole lineup of Corrado's, you know, or, you know, things like that. You know, I really like the Abu Garcia lineup, uh, like the Revo's, you know. I really like those. They're very smooth reels, and they've – I've put those through the work the last couple years, and it still functions just as good as it was when I got it, but – um you know i'm I'm testing i've been flipping around with different brands and things like that i think right now i got some quantums um those kvds you know i got some of those i'm trying those out they're not bad um i like them i've I've cranked with them a little bit with this cold weather and they've done really well for that so um you know that's another thing it's like cranking you know if it's one of those days where they don't necessarily want you burning a crank they want it nice and slow and you're used to just going really fast then it's like oh then you got to switch that reel out with a and one you know and you're, <laughs> it's like gosh dang it like you know you just never have enough you never have enough. right
0: yeah it's that kind of sport but i mean it's, like i said it's still cheaper than a glitter boat so yeah
1: yeah it's still better It's cheaper than glitter rocket you know and you know i've got i've gotten you know kind of blessed this uh season so far kicking off with the year and everything and but it's also because you know the way way the year ended for me last year as well but um You know, I got on with Dobbins, you know, for this year and I'm getting some help that way. And then, you know, I've got on with Old Town. I just signed my contract uh, just a few days ago with uh, Old Town. They're they're expediting me, which is amazing. They're like, called me yesterday or two days ago, and they're like, next one that goes out the door, it's got your label on it. It's coming
0: your way. We're going to have it to you before the 10. Well, you do me a favor, bro. You you talk to your people at Old Town. You said that Josh Smith – doesn't get his kayak till April is what I'm getting at. So I just, I just got an old town too. I got the, uh, the big water. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm not, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, but our inventory, because I live up here in the Northeast, they, they don't think we need a kayak until uh, April. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no, no,
1: no. I mean, that's what, that's what, like if I was to go on and buy one, like, you know, sign on, like they treat, they treat their people very well. And that's, you know, I, um, you know, I have, I've fished out of the pro angler the last several years and, you know, I could have applied for Hobie and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a great kayak. You don't you know and it functions great. You can get it in some amazing places for as big as it is. But what really selled me on Old Town and wanting to apply was uh went up to a bass event up in lacrosse and I I roomed in a B and B with, you know, Jim Davis and a few other um guys that are on Old Town. And when we went to check in, those Old Town guys were there in a massive RV bus. I think you, I think I saw you fish the bass event. I don't know if you probably saw that big bus that they had.
0: No, I, I wasn't able to make it into the uh, the bass events this year.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you'd fish one at the end. But um, anyways, there was a big – they had like a big old like RV camper thing just decked out where they could have rebuilt – any of their kayaks over again the drives everything and and you know i watched those guys walk up and needed you know they were like oh i need a prop and they were like oh take two you know oh you need this take this and they were just like they were there for their people nice And I, I was just sold i was like i i want you know i was like i i may love being in my pro angler but like i was sitting there you know and i was around those guys all week i i watched your vessel there's you know, just as much room in the autopilot and the big water that there is in a pro angler, you know, and just it and they're both they both function amazing. And that big water. I've heard that suckers fast. I got one coming too for a, boat. For,
0: for a big boat. Uh, I heard it's real fast because I mean, like yeah. the thing was, I was in a Jackson for the last few years and none against Jackson. And it was just uh mm-hmm. I, I wasn't part of the team or anything. So I had no like real commitment to anyone so i'll just do what i want and that's yeah that's, yeah. that's how i do things but uh what, what got me on the old town was the the people at old town and then um the, the team that old town's put together like uh when I when, yeah. I when i was uh you know reaching out i was talking to people i was talking to, like jeff mallet at uh the kbn and we were talking you know like you know asking about the stuff and the information he was able to give me and the experience he had with the kayak and i'm, I'm yeah. and i know that he's like he's, he's a competitive angler and then i talked to some other people who are just Competitive angle. So it was like I was talking mm-hmm. to everyone who's really out there, like using them instead of like some of the other teams, where it's not like they're great guys, but a lot of them like um, they got like a lot of recreational people that are on there, which is fine. But it was nice yeah. to talk to people who were like kind of in it, like I was, and like had the same passion, you know, the, yeah. whatever similar mindsets and I was. And so when I was talking to them, they just they all had like a lot of knowledge, and they all you could tell that they they were really invested in the old town, not just old town being invested in them, like they, they they bought into the whole thought of old town. So I'm like, it was, it was kind of an easy decision, and, I, and I'm like you, I was like. I was like, I have one foot in a Hobie 360 uh, at one of the mm-hmm. local places here. You know, like, I was about to, like, I was about to pull the trigger. I was about to hit send on the uh, whatever the credit card or whatever, yeah. and I just happened to start talking to people that were with Old Town. I'm like, oh wow, this sounds like a you know a great place to be, and great people to work with yeah. because you know it's just, it's just the, the team they put together. I think is just you know it's second to none. It's, it's probably similar to like what New Canoes got going on. Where, like why you see such a a lot of people are like moving to the, these two companies because of the team. Like mm-hmm. you really do see like the team as you know aspect of, uh, oh yeah, of, um, sure. of of old, old town and new, new canoe. Like you can just see it. Like they're always. I mean, everyone that's on the team are posting about it. It's just like yeah. it's, it's almost like those are the only two teams out there. And I know there's more, but just the way they uh, they carry themselves has been pretty pretty cool. Yeah. And you know, I, I imagine that's helping them out as far as business go because they got money for me. So yeah, no, no,
1: that's that's for sure. Because I mean, like i just i was blown away because i you know i did the same thing talking to people as well from then on you know after that bass event you know you know i was sold on wanting to and didn't know how the rest of season is going to end up and then at nationals i happened to camp next to um dale griffin which he's on the old town team as well and he's been on it for quite a while um but he's a great guy he's from down in texas and you know we we camp side by side but you know every single night we just sat around the fire talking and You know, and I I would always just go over and look at his boat and whatnot. And just I was just like, oh, this is just too nice, like too, too nice. And I'm like, I need this in my life. And so but, uh, you know, it it just the people that represent, you know, Jimmy McClurkin, you know, in Tennessee, you know, me and him, you know, we we plan to work together down the 10 this year and kind of, you know work you know rally together kind of like the whole Corey and jody thing you know they, yeah, yeah, those, yeah. Guys, those guys are together they'll go you know but they're they're in two different kayaks but they'll still go next to each other representing each other just as good but
0: yeah you, know, you
1: gotta you gotta kind of help each other out especially in that big old chain of legs
0: Right, definitely definitely All Right. well so look, tell me your um you know like i said you're a your new name to me you know I, like last year obviously i talked to everyone like if their name was on something I, you know, I usually reach out to him and talk to him uh you're one of the new guys uh, especially going to attend this year what was like your process of going from like an idiot who didn't know what he was doing to you know now competing against you know nine of the best anglers in the country uh like what was the learning process was it hard did, it, did one day it just click like you know I mean I, I, I take you you're not like a uh, someone who's been fishing like you said you were have been fishing on a boat your whole life and you know yeah. so you know, you're fast something like you're a fast learner
1: yeah, no, that was definitely um I I feel like I've always been decent I I'm, I'm an idiot when it comes to school, but when it comes to stuff that you're passionate, you know, you kind of pick up on it quickly. It's like the EMS life. You know, you you want to do it, you learn how to do it, you know, you went to paramedic school and and you know, you passed it. And it's kind of like with fishing, you know, I've always loved it and I I you know, I could fish off a bank and still catch lots of fish every day, you know, I but I just never went out in the water. So now I'm facing the bank, you know, or, you know, sitting out in the middle of water, which I still struggle with out, you know, offshore stuff. Um, but, you know, learning, it's been YouTube. I mean, I would I would sit there and go, OK, I seen the guys catch fish this way. What are they doing? OK, they're skipping docks. You know, how do I skip? Uh, what kind of docks should I, you know, focus? Uh How should I continue to focus on, you know, once I find a bite here, do I keep going with that? Do I move in? Do I move out? And, you know, um, I'm still learning like, you know, weather pattern changes, you know, what makes the fish do this. And in my head every day, I'm always thinking, you know, what, what are they doing? You know, okay, I got a bite here. Do I keep focusing that? Do I move up? Do I move in? You know, in practice, of course um, I've spent a lot of time, all these events that I went to, I spent probably, on minimum two days prior to a week prior fishing the water or getting ready for it because i mean there, there was there's always been there was weeks of preparation with looking around the lakes on avionics and you know maps and things like that studying it up googling whatever i could and reading up and you know i i just do the homework and if you do the homework you'll be you know you may not be successful i went to indiana and fished that uh what what was that lake called? Um, I think it's in Bloomington, Indiana. I can't remember the name of the lake. But I didn't do great pre-fishing. I caught my lemon on pre-fishing, you know, in different spots that I went to. But uh, me and Dylan Fuqua both went together to that one because he just lives 30 minutes from me. And we both went up there together. And we both, I mean, it just wasn't. I I had the fish the first day, the first trail on the Saturday one. Um, but I couldn't catch that fifth fish i had him multiple times but i'd lose it or something like that and you know i was kind of a little down in the dumps after that one but i you know it, it was just nobody not a lot of people did very well in that one i mean the guys that won you know did fairly well but you know um, i know jackson was there he was he was on a mega school and like he that was that boy's always on some mega yeah anyways yeah. but he, he there was the pictures that he had sent or like shared or sent Dylan, I think, or something like that. Like he was on some studs of some fish in Indiana. That is for sure. But then I think he had a drive break. I had a drive break. I lost. A, I was fishing the whole event with one fin on my 180 drive. It, <laughs> I got busted off a rod. It was terrible. But anyway, you know, going from, you know, not knowing a lot of how to fish in a vessel you know a watercraft of any type to you know knowing how to i mean it's still a learning game still learning it you know just got to get out there and do it i probably spent like i said i did the challenge series for the lot for the first two years pretty much you know i didn't i haven't been able to make it till nationals till that's my first nationals event that i went to my first trail championship my first challenge championship like i've not been to them and uh but i put in the work you know i think i've I don't know how many challenges I've won for this area, but I, I've won quite a few challenges, you know, except for this last year, I didn't do a lot of them because I was focused on the trails and stuff, but you know, I, I put in the work, I went out and I put a lot of hours on the water, you know, and just kind of learning
0: and
1: that's out that I think that's, what's helped with my growth is you just got to practice. Don't just yeah. stick to always throwing chatter bait. Cause you think that's going to work every single time you go out, you know, you got to throw different baits for different types of conditions. I no, I hate throwing something and just,
0: <laughs> just sitting. yeah, you know, I,
1: I hate that. But I, I went out like, oh gosh, a month ago and just, that was the bite. I wasn't catching nothing on anything moving. I think I caught one thing on a little bitty swim bait and it was like, you know, 48 degree wet water temps. and But I took a jig and I threw it up on some riprap and I just barely would move it where I would just barely hop it and now I mean every time they would just bam hit it now nah, that was a bite yeah. sometimes you just got to do that
0: yeah so, that's yeah. definitely uh it's it, it, but it's also like really like gratifying when you when you, when it finally does work or when you do figure it out you know mm-hmm. like I, I hate I hate fishing with a jig and I hate fishing with a drop shot but when I did it and like you caught a fish I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe I don't hate it that much. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. it's all right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Especially when it's a good fish, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Especially, especially when it's like a big one, you're like, well, shit, maybe I would have been doing this a while. It, it wouldn't be, you know, but still it's once you do figure it out, it's like, all right, jig fishing's not that bad.
1: No, no, not a bad at all. I mean, you know, I haven't figured out the whole um, I don't really throw much like swim jigs, things like that. I, I'm not huge on those. Um, you know, cause it, to me, I'm like, well, a bladed jig does just about the same thing, except for if it's in thick grass, you probably want to a swim jig, you know, but, you know, I know some of those guys, uh, I know Russ Snyder, I know he's known for, you know, um, he'll throw a big, big jig into the grass and just jank it and work it through that grass until he catches it. You know, and that's how, you yeah. know, he's had some success. I think he had some success in lacrosse and maybe the Hobie event, I think last year, Maybe or it was like the year prior. I know he had some success doing that, um, but I I don't know how to do that. Like, but that's just experience. That's stuff that those guys have learned. You know, maybe not mastered, but they know they can get a bite that
0: way. And that's how you just got to find out how the bite is and then fine right. tune it. Right. So how did you find out that uh you're going that you made it to the ten? Like like when did you know that like you accomplished you know this goal? Um. And <laughs> you know,
1: they, they, the night whenever they were at national championship on day two when they did the trail and challenge uh, series awards ceremony, uh, I was actually sitting next to Jackson. And, like, he was we were, like, sitting there fist bumping back and forth because he was like, oh, dude, you did good in the challenge, like, awesome. And I was like, then I was like, they started naming off names in the trail. And I was like, oh, I, I did better than him. Because I already knew some people. I knew what they had done. I was like, well, I did better than him. And they were like top 10 people. They started getting to that t- Or like, well, no, no, I didn't do as good in the trail. I can't remember. Oh, no, I got ninth in the trail. But it was like once it hit like 12, because I knew I had to get like I think top 15 and I was in. So I think after it was all said and done and scores were adjusted, were angled up. Like I was listening to the names getting read off. And the people that were beating me in the 10 list. Because I was, like I said, I was sitting in like 11 or 13, somewhere in that range. Those names were getting listed. And I'm like sitting there next to Jackson. We're like, I'm like, dude, he was ahead of me in the 10. And I was like, he's like, Jackson, you mean we're like we just kept fist bumping. We're like fist bumping back and forth like this. <laughs> we just kept doing it. And then Chad said my name. And like I think he said it like probably three times. And he's like, dude, Chad said your name. You got ninth. And I'm like, oh. my gosh (laughs) but i went up and like chad's like oh i guess he just didn't have his listening ears on or something like that and i come up there and i was like no i know what this means and i didn't say nothing but i was just i i didn't you know i was almost in, in a tear at that moment you know there, and uh because it was just i knew what i had accomplished at that point and so you know the third day of nationals was just I had went and done what I came to do, you know, it wasn't yeah. And the third day was just go out and enjoy it and fish. So,
0: yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's huge, man. I mean, congrats, dude. I mean, that's a, that's, that's, that's a pretty big thing to make it a 10. Like uh, it's a, uh, it's a very prestige uh, you know, tournament and yeah. there you are now, you know, regardless of what happened, like you're, you're, you're one of the top 10 dudes in the country right now because of making it to this event. And plus, yeah. I mean, like, how do you feel about this? Cause like, there's some like, Derek Brundle, Matt Conant, and Russ Snyder are studs. Those guys, uh, they, the, the, they, the thing they understand about fishing, it's it's ridiculous. Every time I talk to those guys, I'm like, I feel like a chimp. You know what I'm mean? just like like uh, what? You know, just those guys just know and they know what they're doing. And yeah. um, and then, and then I guess like the thing is that like, they've been there now. Like, you know, Derek Brundle, Russ Snyder, both like they think they're second time, second time in the house mm-hmm. in a row, two years in a row. And then Matt Conant, he was at the 10 the Timitational last year yes. didn't fish 10, but he knows that body of water, and now we know how good he is. You know, mm-hmm. when I first met him a year, a little over a year ago, I didn't know who he was, I didn't know he was going to be a, uh, a national champion. I was just hanging out with those guys at the house, and now I know now I know who you know Matt, you know, Matt is. And so these guys really know their stuff, and, and I, I'm not saying you guys don't, I, we just don't, I haven't heard of you guys yet, yeah, but here you are pitching nah. against these no, giants. It's, it's, a, it's a very, you know, how do you feel about that?
1: I mean, you know. It, it, it you know it's it's gonna be an honor because I mean you know I, I even after I found out I was getting an autopilot like I messaged Bruno I was like Bruno I, I I need a battery <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I was like I know you're with AM, and I was like I'm sitting there trying to find this you know because I, I I'm I'm with Juicebox Lithium but right now they only got the little guys they were gonna make a big hundred amp battery for this year and get it tuned and everything but this hasn't happened but you know I messaged him and you know it he's like it's like talking to a buddy. That guy, yeah. it doesn't matter. who he, he talks to, you know, utmost respect. I mean, for every person, he'll give you the shirt off his back. I haven't got to talk to Russ much. A few words, you know, at Nationals, because I've never really seen him at a lot of events. Because, like, this year, we just – there wasn't meetups. You know, you don't get to meet these people.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: you know, and, of course, uh, you know, and I – and so it's funny is it uh, I met Derek for – well. I met Derek at Kissimmee last year, but I didn't, you know, didn't really get any words exchanged much, but um, at nationals during the last day of practice, they show up at my boat ramp where I'm going to fish at. And I'm like, I, like, I, I, I was respectful of every person. I was like, Hey guys. And I was like, I plan to start fishing here and fish this stretch tomorrow. I was like, I was like, I can't stop you from fishing it, but if you want to fish it, I was like, I know who you are. You may already have been here. If you've been here and you want it, I'll go find something else. And those guys were like, no, we're just here to fun fish. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, they're like, we'll leave your fish alone if those are your fish. I was like, I was like, well, they're not my fish, but I was like, you know, if if you don't (laughs) mind to not go this way, they're like, oh, we were gonna go down south any head towards south way anyways and fish that way. Because there was there was like a bay of giants that there was 30 people in trying to catch these giants. It was insane. Like, you'd watch you'd watch seven to 10-pound bass swimming around you just busting on gizzard shad, like big gizzard shad. It was insane. And I, nobody, I don't think, caught any of them in there. But it was just – it was insane. But, uh, no, they left – that was, you know, that's where the respects earned, you know, from angler to angler is stuff like that happening. But, you know, going down the house and fishing with these guys and – You know, I've been there. I I know where I fished at, and I know there's fish there. Um, There's been plenty of fish. You know, I'll I'll say it. I fished Tiger last year. that little bitty lake down the bottom left, if you're looking at the map, you know. And I had that lake to myself. Um, I think Dylan shot down there second day of the temptation. trying to catch some, and he caught a couple. But nobody, from my knowledge, was even in that lake on the north side because you can almost see the north side from the south end um but there was lots of fish there i just never found quality but again i was finding fish that ranged in that 14 15 range every now and then so i was like uh, i mean and i'm catching them consistently anywhere i go here so i was like not a reason to move so i mean going to this 10 house and fishing I, i'm definitely going to find more better quality um, right but i already have a sense of the layout so i'm not you know, i made the 10. i mean yeah you know now now just go and enjoy it yeah let's go try to win, but, you know, you know, the hunger is there for it, but it's, it's kind of a, still not as much, you know, not a lot of weight on my shoulders. Cause you know, it's not like those guys, those guys probably got a lot of weight on their shoulders because I mean, they're so they, they have a reputation. To approach, right.
0: Right. Like, you know, like you're just happy. You're just happy. You made it into the, yeah. the team where, where those guys have been known. to Like, I mean, you got Russ Snyder last year's winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you got Jared Brundle who, Placed third, did really good at national championship this year, was rookie of the year yeah. last year. Uh, I mean, like, wherever the guy goes, like, he seems to cash a check or oh, yeah. is expected to do really well. And then you got, obviously, Matt Garnett, the guy who's the, the dark horse of last year, you know, national champion, rookie of the year. If there was something yeah. that could be won, he would have won. So, it's yeah, it's different in the sense that those guys, they're mm-hmm. expected to do really good and, you know. Well, I mean, but you also got to think the guys that could get in
1: as well. I mean, you got yeah. Ken Wood that – Ken Wood won it last year, didn't he? I mean No, he came so, in second.
0: Snyders won last year. Snyder,
1: Snyder that's right. You just said uh Snyders won last year. But Ken, I think, had it for a little bit.
0: Yeah, he was and, second yeah. and Brundle was third. So like
1: Yeah, and they just it, kept going back. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, you know, like you got Ken Wood coming that's gonna be fishing the temptational. You got Cody Milton. You got Casey Reed, Cody Milton, you know, yeah. and you know, you got some amazing anglers. But you know, then you got. I'm sure Adam Sweat's gonna be there again, which he won yeah. the So, and he's yeah. from there, that area. So, the who who can win it and then get into the tent house and then win. I mean, that's that can be easily done. Just gotta find the right fish at the right time. Right. Yeah. yeah, so, for I mean, sure, yeah. yeah. Are, do you
0: plan on fishing and everything down there? I know they got a trail event. I don't know if they are they calling it the Timbuctational and the, or it's two separate things like the uh, the, the trail Delta event. Delta. Yeah, and there's there's a temptational and then there's the ten, right? All going on. Yeah. Are, are you? What are you fishing? Everything? So
1: I I think I'm I'm on edge on fishing the tenvitational. I want to. I know I know Chad's going to want you know all the ten guys to fish it so they can keep somebody out of the ten house and you know even though there's eleven maybe yeah. possibly twelve um, with that all you know all American you know guy getting in there Jeremy um, yeah but you know. I'm on edge because I've went I've went to the Temptational this many years now trying to get in and you know I'm in now and I know what it's like sitting on the outside looking in trying to get in and whatnot so it's like you know do I fish it you know but it would suck to go there and win the trail one win trail two could have won the Temptational you know but and the money's money's nice to win but you know I don't know. I kind of would like to see somebody get in, you know. Not yeah. necessarily. I think it's awesome when somebody makes it in the house
0: because yeah.
1: they went and earned it. But it's, I don't know yet. On the ten- I'm doing the trails for sure though.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I mean the trails make sense, right? Because I mean that's a t- that's a chance for you to rack up uh, yeah. points again. Yeah. Like that. I mean, that's that's the start like of the that. season. Yeah. yeah. But my my my, my thing would be is um, I know a few of the guys did it last year. They 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 avoided doing the Temptation because they wanted more time to pre fish and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a difference between trying to win something and then trying to figure something out. And to, to mix those two, you know, I, 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 would, I would imagine it would be, like, counterintuitive, like one's taken away from the other. And this is all depending on how much time you had to go down there. I mean, if you're one of those guys and go down there for, like, you know, two weeks or whatever it is, you know, I get it. But, like, when you know, when, when time is an issue and, and really because the, 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 the biggest thing is they win the 10 and getting that big check and uh, or whatever yeah. or, or, the, or the things that come with the 10. It's probably the most important thing, and so to to invest in those other things and to like miss opportunity to learn because you're too focused on winning. uh, Does any of that cross your mind?
1: Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, I I want to win. Everybody wants to win, you know. But you know, going down there, it's just like I said, it's about going down and fishing. I mean, you know, having a good time, staying, keep it simple, keep it humble. You know, you're going to get your victory every now and then. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just when it's going to come, it could come at the right time. It could come at the 10. I mean, you know, it may not come there. It could come at nationals next year. It can come at any event that I fish this next season. So, I mean, yeah. it's just go down, be humble, and give it the best that I can. I mean, that's right. it. I mean, I'm going down. I'll leave. Uh, hold on one second. I got some. I know this is probably going to give some back audio. Let me take that. <laughs> I didn't realize it. Um anyways uh, you know there was a I plan on going down I believe next Friday uh, me the me the missus and the kiddo we're gonna take her to Disney and we're gonna go Universal first couple days and then Wednesday they fly back and you know and I got a few guys I think I got like four or three other guys staying in the house with me at Airbnb and but then on out it's gonna be you know game on pre-fishing you know and and the trails are still gonna continue to be pre-fishing if I'm not on great fish You know, and there's a day break. We're getting Monday off before the 10 on Tuesday and Wednesday. So, I mean, if I'm not on great fish, you know, come those tournament days, I don't do well. As long as we're able to fish, I don't know the exact rules if we're going to be able to fish or not, or if it's actually got to be off the water. Um, But I plan to, you know, use that day to fine tune and maybe search for a better location and do better. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of fishing to be done. A lot of fish to be caught down there. That's for sure. Right.
0: Well, if you go if you go in there with the right mindset, this is going to be an awesome time. You know what I mean? Oh that's, yeah. That's, that's how you got to look at it, I guess. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, outside the Tim, we, we know you made it. That's definitely going down. Uh, just looking past it a little bit. You know, the two thousand twenty one season. Like, what are you? What are your thoughts? What are you going to do? Uh, you're already you've already made one of your goals, and, I'm, and obviously the next mm-hmm. goal would probably be to win the Tim. But you got a whole season to look forward to now too as well. Uh, is there anything different you want to do or things you want to try or things like, like you know, what, 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 do you, what do you think?
1: Um, I want to make, I, I want, well, I mean, of course, you know, the KVF stuff, you know, go at it again, try to make the 10 again this next season. Um, you know, I made that goal, you know, it'd be nice to set that goal again and also set another goal for some other, you know, series. But, you know, I plan on fishing all the bass events. Um, you know, especially being on old town, you know, kind of representing them in that, you know, cause that they're kind of, that's their baby, you know, as the bass events. And so, uh, you know, plan on going to fork and all that. Um, I want to do the Hobie events, but I'm having to wait. I'm, like I said, I'm going to have a big water come to me as well. So I can't use an autopilot at the Hobie right, event. Right. So, you know, I'm going to have to get that to me quickly and, uh, so, you know, I plan on doing a lot of most of the Hobie events as well. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to be fishing as much as I can, as many of them as I can. Um, the missus is going on a, a travel job. So, uh, she you know, she does radiology in a cath lab. So we're going to – she's going to do traveling. And she's something she wants to do, kind of take a break as well, and which is going to – you know, I've had the kid, but, you know, and we're going to travel with her if it's a far distance. But, you know, we're, we're going to work it out where – you know, I can make those tournaments. I may not get as much pre-fishing as I've done in the right. past. I may have to show up and only get a day before pre-fishing to these events. But, you know, there's some of them I've been to. I already know a little bit. So, you know, I can go off of that. But, you know, like Lake Fork and Uvalde and stuff like that I haven't been to. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to those because those are some big bass lakes. That's for sure. But. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I think I think making the classic, uh, that's a, that's a big goal. I w- I would have liked to have done that this year, but I was only able to make one bass event, and uh, I uh, screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> I, I I like, do I come that that was probably the biggest mind like mind kebabble that I had in a tournament yet. I, I like I knew where my fish were i had found them. It was insane the amount of fish that's up in lacrosse. Like, if you haven't been, it's the place, that, it's an amazing fishery, amazing place to go. Um, you could, it didn't matter where you went. I was averaging 30, 40 fish a day catching in practice. Like, it was insane. And it, you could, you didn't even have to fish your spot. You can go, you know, somewhere else randomly and just start casting and catching fish. It was insane. Um, but, you know, I had my spot there and I found the fish that would have been top. Well, enough for the classic for sure, but you know even top ten because like it was such a close race, and um, you know I think I finished like fiftieth, which was upsetting. But then it was like I think top thirty, I think it is, it got in the classic or something, and there was only like three inches that separated me from the classic. Right, like it was it was insane. How like just the, the fish are all about the same size. But, you know, but I, I went and I got in the water that day and uh, I was fishing. I wasn't the fish weren't there. I'm like, oh, man, well, I messed up and I didn't find any other spots closer to me. My spot was an hour away. I jumped So I like reloaded up, drove an hour, got in the water, got to my spot. There was three people in my spot and I had to like wiggle in I was like, hey, guys, you mind if I fish here? I've been pre fishing here, too. And then, you know, I got in. And I caught my five fish real quick, broke a good one off. And then I got out and then high tailed it back and spent another hour. So I wasted two hours fishing that day. And I should have never even have left that first spot. And I just, it, that's what cost me. Cause I showed up and pulled it down. Like I called two fish right off the bat and I only had 15 minutes to go. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, my goal, I think this year is make the classic, maybe shoot for the TOC. And then, like I said, for sure, you know, getting back towards the 10 house. So some pretty big goals, but you know, we'll have to see. Okay.
0: So no, well, what's uh? Is there, is there any event that you're like specifically like, or like really happy about or really want to get to whether it be just uh, whatever KBF, what does it doesn't matter. Just one event that you really oh, got your eyes on.
1: Oh man. I mean, you know, what's nice is a lot of them this year are going to some of the same lakes, you know? Yeah. So you know, I think every single series is going to Pickwick, and Wheeler. I feel and like all you're that. right. Yeah, I feel like I you're right. I think every one of them's going there. I haven't got to fish that I wanted to this year, but like I said, the financial struggles, you know, with everything going on, and just couldn't make that one. But um, you know, I'm looking forward to that one because I like I like big smallmouth. You know, those and the smallmouth down there, they like to get big. But you know, I've never fished up on. Uh, you know, I've never fished those. The big smallmouth way up north, you know. Yeah, I, my, my, yeah, the
0: smallmouth up here.
1: Yeah, shoo, man, yeah. Five, those five, six pound plus, you know, those those big old ones that you know. But like I said, I've never done that. Fish a boulder, thirty feet plus deep, you know, offshore. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to that because I've I've heard it can get pretty stupid. So, yeah. um but absolutely. like, looking forward to Texas fishing a lot. You know, like. Texas fishing. Like I said, fork that especially that time of the year. I mean, you know it's gonna take a big big stringer to win it um, or even you know coming to top because there's a lot of Texas guys that know that lake and then you follow, you one that I'm like I watched a lot of MLF guys and you know in and, uh, and FLW series and stuff like that. and you know uh, I, I watch that for homework. That's homework. you know if you watch, like mm-hmm. if you want to study on a lake, look on mlF look on F O D you know watch those videos that those guys fish there see what worked for that time of year and you can get a lot of information on what you should be throwing or yeah. doing around that time and but you follow man there was you know there was a lot of big fish caught at fork and you know but you follow man those guys were catching just as many if not i thought there was more in that seven plus pound range six pound plus range it was caught than there was at fork even But I'm really looking forward to those two events, Um, you know, and and a lot of the KBF events, especially my, you know, coming back because now Kentucky Lake's my home water. Um, So I'm really looking forward to coming to Kentucky Lake at the end of the season on the KBF side. Um, It's been treating me well. I I honestly didn't really touch a lot of Kentucky Lake after uh, the first few events I did on Kentucky Lake because it wasn't, I never could find or figure it out. And this year, I really, like, forced myself to get on it because there was, you know, the Kentucky events on here, which helped me out big time getting in the 10 house this year. And then, uh, and then, you know, the, there was a Hobie event, you know, and I had done well in it just prior to the Kentucky, you know, the KBF events. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to that one because I, I can go out just about every time and I can catch. I, I've, been, I've been going out and catching five fish every time, and they're always – you know fish that would get me in the top 10 for sure if you come to kentucky lake because there's giants i haven't caught a kentucky lake giant but there's there's some that that offshore stuff that ledge bite has been non-existent that kentucky lake's known for but i'm kind of glad because i'm not good at that stuff yet so till i can start finding you know when i can start fine-tuning and get that down then that bite can kick back off and then i'll be ready to go but um you know, this year it's been, gosh, everything that everybody's catching is in two foot of water. You know, it's yeah. shallow, shallow, shallow. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to those events for sure.
0: Well, cool, man. Uh, let's wrap this thing up. Um, is there anything that you want to think that's making fishing easier for you right now that's helping you get to the 10, that's helping you, Whatever. we all know like the financial stress and everything that goes on with the yeah. sport. Is there anything that you want to think that's making that easier for you?
1: Oh, of course. And You know, old, old town right off the bat. I mean, that's, you know, they're, they're a tremendous help throughout the season, you know, and everything between the kayak and what they do, you know, behind the scenes, you know, uh, you know, Minkota, you know, it, being on old town, you also, you know, Minkota and all the other things that go along with that um, juice box, you know, lithium with the, they, you know, it powers my little electronics. I don't know if you've had one yet, but the sucker's only this big, it's a little bitty thing, but shoot, I can go out like three days with a total scan and just, I run it all t- three days and it'll, It'll take all, it'll drain it after three days, but shoot that little thing can pack a punch. And then um, let's see here. And then Dobbins rods, you know, that's the other one. You know, you got to have rods and, you know, Dobbins is near, you know, dang near, near the top of the line. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I
0: got, I can't thank, you know, all those sponsors enough though. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming to the show. Uh, I want to want to try to talk to all you 10 guys, make sure you guys get the credit you deserve. And to get people fired up for you know the 10, because last year was really fun, the way they did things at KPF and, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Scott Butcher, the way he interviewed everyone. So hopefully we can uh, get this thing rolling and get you guys some recognition that you guys deserve. But uh, good luck, man. Safe travels. Uh, and we'll talk to you again soon in the spring.
1: All right. Sounds great, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right, brother. Be safe. Yeah. See ya.